There is an irony in the tshuva process. The chote, the sinner, feels divine wrath. They sense an accusatory finger pointed at them from Hashem. So Hashem can seem like their accuser, like their opposition, like their enemy, chas v'shalom, on the other side. But when they do tshuva, they actually run to Hashem and see Hashem as their sucker, as their savior, as their protection from their lowly condition, from all their, the, their issues and their lowliness, which engulfs them as chotem, as sinners. Rav Shlomo Ibn Gavriel, the great python, articulates this beautifully in his piet when he writes, From fear of you, Hashem, I run to you, Hashem, akin to the child who just did something unspeakable. And they are sure their parent is going to pounce on them. And they begin to cry. And where do they run of all places? Right into their mother's bosom. Well, this idea I would like to trace in the mitzvah of Ir Miklod in our parsha, the cities of refuge to which the Rotseach, to which the individual who murdered, runs away. Let's begin by studying the very first Ritzicha, the very first murder in history. And that is in Parshas Bereshis when Cain kills his brother Hevel. Hashem tells him, You will be a wanderer, you will go into exile. This is an unmistakable foreshadowing of the mitzvah of Yermeklat, when an individual who kills must leave his home, must leave his comfort zone, and go into exile. Yes, there are certainly differences between the between the Ermiklet and our, our parasha and that story, in that Hashem was showing Cain much added Rahmanas, because Cain murdered Bemazid in a premeditated way. And nonetheless, Hashem was giving him this Ermiklet courtesy. He simply must go into exile. He does not actually face capital punishment, as is normally the case regarding an individual who killed Bemazid. But that difference notwithstanding, the general parallel is unmistakable. Cain, a murderer, is going into exile, just like a Rutzeich Bishogeg, just like an individual, as mentioned in our parasha, who kills Bishogeg, by mistake, goes into exile. Well, what happens then in the Cain story? Cain says, I'm going to go into exile. And... Someone's going to kill me. The animals are going to kill me. Everyone knows that I, that I am this murderer. And they are going to strike me down. And Hashem places on him a sign that he not be killed. What does the sign say, Chazal? It is a letter from the Shem Hashem from the Divine Name. That here we have the Rotzeach Kayan finding protection amidst his sin, amidst his spiritual lowliness, finding protection in the divine name, in the letter of the divine name, which is affixed onto his forehead. Well, I would like to suggest moving beyond Cain, moving to the Rotseach in our parsha, the murderer in our parsha, who runs to an ear miklat, who is also, like Cain, going into Gullus and yet protected, the concept of his ear miklat is the city to which he runs is a city of Shechina. It's a city which envelops him with Hashem's presence. Because our parsha tells us that the six are a miklat, 
The six cities of refuge actually become Ari Levia, become cities that the holiest members of Yisrael, the Levium, live in. And then it's and then the Gemara tells us by extension that there are additional forty-two Ari Levium cities of Levium, which become Ari Miklat, which become added cities of protection, along with the six primary cities of refuge. The 42 cities of the Levium also become cities of refuge, that here we have a conflated relationship between cities of Levium and Ari Miklat. The six Ari Miklat become Ari Levia, and the 42 Ari Levium become Ari Miklat. Why must a city of refuge be a city of the Levium and vice versa? I would suggest the answer is the place where the Levium live is a place brimming with Shechina, is a place with palpable Kedusha. The model citizens of Klal Yisrael live there. It is in that place of holiness that this individual who did the unthinkable, he killed another person. He is an individual who is so overwhelmed by stigma, spiritual stigma, emotional stigma, interpersonal stigma. How does he face other people? How does he face himself? Well, he finds refuge in a holy place, the place of the Levian, much as Cain found refuge in the Shekhinah of the letter of the divine name on his forehead. We can find a clue to this pattern, tracing the Rotseach, the murder in our parsha, running to the Ermikla, back to Cain, who finds refuge in a letter of the divine name, in that the number of Ari Levim, Levite cities in our parsha, which become Ari Miklat, are 42. 42 is a very significant number because there are 42 letters in the Shem Hashem in one of the divine names. Well, what a coincidence, in quotes, that the first murderer, Cain, is protected through a letter of the divine name, and the murderers in our parsha find refuge in 42 Ari Levium, 42 holy cities, which corresponds to the letters of the divine name. I think the pattern speaks for itself and becomes even more powerful when we realize that this number 42 in our parsha echoes of something earlier at the very onset of the parsha, Ela Masai. When it says... There were 42 Masos, 42 travels of the Jewish people in the desert. Now, there are no coincidences in Torah. It must be significant that this number 42 keeps creeping up, whether regarding the, the, the Levite Ari, Ari Levim, which become Ari Miklat, or whether with regard to the 42 travels of the Jewish people in the Midbar. Well, think about it. The Jewish people in the Midbar are traveling, are sojourning, Due to spiritual loneliness, they sinned very badly. On that first Hishabov in the Midbar, they lost the opportunity to enter Eretz Yisrael, and they must wander from place to place. The pattern is quite clear. Tishabov is a day which is gullus inducing Tishabov is a day forevermore which the Jewish people will associate with being banished into exile. So in that first Tishabov catastrophe in the Midbar, the Jewish people go into exile. Barred entry in Eretisrael, they circle around and around a circuitous route in the Midbar and travel 42 masos, 42 travels. So they are in Gullus. But yet amidst 
these travels, the numeric value of 42 with its unmistakable associations to the divine name is really symbolizing to them when you are in exile, when you seem castigated away from me, I am really here protecting you. It is 42. It is the letters of my divine name. Each masa, each travel corresponding to another letter in which you seek protection. Just like the Rotseach later in our Parsha finds refuge in 42 cities. And just like the very first murderer, that shamed, stigmatized individual Kayan, that first Rotseach, found refuge in a letter of the divine name. All of us have baggage. All of us can feel very lowly at times. We are uncomfortable to face others, face ourselves, and certainly to face Hashem. But we must realize, just like the Rotsayach, just like B'nai Yisrael in the Midbar, just like Cain, from amidst that lowly position, We find Hashem, we find succor, we find protection, we find strength in that divine name, i.e. in that Shekhinah, in that palpable presence of the divine that we can always connect to. As Rabbi Shlomo Ivan Gavriel says, from fear of you, I run to you, much like the child who just did the unthinkable. And as they are certain that their parents will pounce on them, in fright, they run of all places into their mother's bosom. That is exactly what we do with Hashem.